There we go. Good afternoon. It is Friday, March 26. Andrew Drummond here, joined with Frank Karras, lead snow ranger with the Mount Washington Avalanche Center for our weekly outreach podcast. Good afternoon, Frank. How are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good, Andrew. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Busy day here in the shop. I was just telling you, mount, still mounting skis. It's the 20, you know, so close to April and 10, 10 pairs of skis on the bench today. Yeah, it's amazing. I hope uh, it's that scarcity thing, right? People are trying to get their skis so they can get their snow, both of which are scarce right now. Yeah, apparently. well, hey, I, I think it's just never too late to get a new pair of skis. <laughs> no doubt. But no, it's a rainy day here in the Mount Washington Valley. Um, after a long, nice streak we had with excellent weather, it's uh, it's kind of a bummer to get this so early in our spring to start to decimate mm-hmm. some of the, the low elevation snowpack. Um, but there was a lot of yeah. good good to be had out there. I think I think we saw some record numbers. It felt like a pinkum um, this weekend. Yeah, it was a busy weekend. And back going back to the rain, like from my perspective, it's kind of nice to get the full isothermal treatment from the rain that comes from the rain, as we were talking about before we started recording. You know, we had a lot of variability, which kept us slightly concerned about wet slabs and, you know, wet loose was obviously, um, you know, not, if not a problem, at least it was a possible problem if you were trying to ski something scary with a consequential fall, but getting that rain, you know, on all aspects, it just, um, reduced that dry snow, um, on the Northern shady side. So got rid of a, a lot of our, um, well, we're assuming it's getting rid of some of our concerns today. Looks like, um, I wouldn't be surprised we got close to that three quarters of an inch um, based on the passing showers I've seen. Sure. Yeah. I just got a weather alert looking at like a half inch at least. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, looks like, uh, I think things will get pretty well uh, Zambonied as I like to call it, but uh, just kind of leveled and some surface melting and reset us a little bit. So should set us up for good corn skiing and good smooth snow for a while tomorrow um kind of everywhere i expect we're going to be at low low danger um some of those clouds you know as we discussed earlier also can when they pass by they can really refreeze the snow quickly um on days when you get some warm ambient temperatures and have those clouds it can also if you have enough heat it really reflects that radiation back to the earth from the clouds so you can get better and sort of more even heating um, on days like to that, and hopefully tomorrow will line up to be one of those days. Yeah, let's. Um, I mean, I guess it is the silver lining. We we're talking about that shade layer, how much, how variable and dynamic. Just even like trying to nail this early spring conditions of waiting for stuff to warm up and waiting for the snowpack to stabilize. Um, and tomorrow is going to be no different in a way, as far as like things getting cold tonight, and then, you know, people looking to get out and ski tomorrow. What are we? What are we forecasting? Well, um, we're getting up to around 22 degrees on the summit at noon, but the wind speed will be quite low at 30 degree, 30 miles per hour, and dropping further into the afternoon. Um, cloud cover is also going to drop in the afternoon. Um, significantly 
So, um, you know, you're looking at like 50, 50 clouds by, um, or mid afternoon, you know, 50% coverage. So, you know, certainly far from a sure thing, but, um, you know, my money's on, uh, if it's 25 degrees on the summit, we're going to get above freezing, um, in the, in the bowls and ravine elevations. So, um, could be an icy ski out if, uh, if it's slow to, you know, we've lost a lot of snow on the Sherburn and some of the ski trails. So be a bit of a mixed bag there. Definitely dirt starting to show, um, pretty good patches of it on the lower Sherburn. Um, so, up high though, you know, um, not a, not a guarantee for sure that it'll be soft, but I'm, I'm leaning towards, uh, it will be soft and certainly it's going to be stable. So that's really Andrew, just for the record, that's all I'm on the hook for. <laughs> okay. Avalanche forecasting. I know. I know you can be the beta guy. You can be the beta guy too. You don't, and you don't have to be right. Yeah. Yeah. So look at that look at that temperature record carefully and everybody's gotta have their uh you know their backup plan that includes just enjoying their hike to tuckerman's to ski nothing but um yeah that's same as every day um yeah no it's 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 good point there and if you're gonna pick either day you know you're looking at this is this was supposed to be a big uh snowstorm potential there was potential for a snowstorm to set up on Sunday night, um, Sunday, Sunday night. And right now, not looking like we're going to get much out of this, but well, it depends yeah. who you look at. I mean, I'm looking right now on one forecast. It's still saying we could get four to eight inches. Yeah. There's a fair amount of sweet involved with this. And, um, you know, it's going to be elevation dependent. Any little bit will help at this point. Um, so, yeah, that's... I think there's the potential there for, for six inches for sure um, through till Monday. And I would not try to get out and ski it because we're going to have pretty decent winds uh, along that same time period. Um, so, the, you know, some wind slabs will be a concern at that point um, during the storm. Though the southeasterly wind direction will be making a not a tremendous loading situation and more of a touchy kind of wind slab issue on a, on a crust. So not really a Sunday doesn't look like a good ski day, probably a good day to just do something else and let the snowpack refresh itself a bit and uh, come back in the week, Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday, really. Cause uh, we're getting howling winds on Monday. I was talking to Charlie Lepresti about this and he thinks there's going to be a lot of upslope snow coming off the tail end of the storm. So places mm. like the Western That's side, of, yeah, the Western side of Mount Washington and Brent woods and stuff like that could potentially get milk a few inches extra out of it. I believe it. That wind shift Monday night with all the moisture and, and warm air around that holds all that moisture is going to get forest up and over. So tucks will get it to the East side the wind shifts um, to the west, and that's what gives us some of the best upsloping. Mm -hmm. So, and but Monday, just for clarification, is going to be like 13 degrees. So, 
back to winter and <laughs> northeast winds of uh, or northwest winds approaching 90 and over 100. So, um, yeah, that'll uh, be a good day to also let it settle. Uh, well, I do see some light at the end of the tunnel here. And Tuesday's looking like a, a pretty potentially nice day again. Yeah. Hopefully things yeah, settle up. up to near 30. Strong south winds, though, which uh, we'll have to see how that plays out. Yeah, this is this is our long-term forecast here. Yeah, this is where we venture into dreaming about better. <laughs> Start looking at my personal schedule here. But, um, no, it's inter- it is interesting with this rain set up, like you're saying, stabilizing the snowpack. And um, I guess that's the biggest yep. takeaway. I'm, let's yeah. it's, it, yeah. Hopefully it's fast moving, though. I don't, I don't want this sitting on me too long. No, the fog, the rain, the snow-eating fog and the warm temperatures yesterday were more brutal. Um, we lost 10 centimeters um, a, th- a couple days in a row, really, from the snow plot and uh, some of that settlement. But with that kind of warm weather, it's a, quite a bit of it is, is heat, um, or sorry, uh, is melt. The, the good thing, too, the, the other silver lining is that 40 inches of snow on the ground was close to night, 42 inches, I think we had on Monday. Um, almost 50% of that is is uh, is water. So um, it's quite a dense snowpack that we have up there um, for various reasons. Um, so that's good. It's going to take longer to melt and go away. So um, conditions will last longer than... Um, right. But the listeners are going to be like, can I, can I still ski down to my car? Yeah. Well, that's another story. There's a ton of, there's a ton of snow up high. We're going to be skiing, uh, plenty more skiing to be had. It's just, you might have to hike out of the last bits yeah. coming up here. If it, uh, yeah. the weather maintains this pattern. Um, yeah. And, uh, just on that note, I think probably most people listening to your podcast know this, but we put up a rope at the best crossover site to walk over to Tucks. And what we struggle with every year is we put the rope up and people will see a narrow ribbon of snow beyond the rope and think, oh, I can ski that. And then they'll ski. And what they don't know is the snow completely runs out right around the corner. And uh, so then they end up having to walk through all the mud and um, it wrecks the veg that we need to hold the soil in place so the sherbet stays nice and not rocky. Um, so know that uh, snow rangers are doing their best to give you the most possible skiing on the way down, and we're not going to rob you of of good skiing. So by all means, please, please, uh, that rope is there for your benefit in the long run um, to preserve the condition of the sherbet. So. There you go. Public service. Yeah. Don't, don't post hold the sherb uniform for a minute. Yeah. Don't post hold the sherb and, yeah. uh, or mud just hold. another one, another one. <laughs> exactly. And then the, uh, the, the high Alpine vegetation is starting to pop up now. So that's like another thing is yeah. when you're traveling up high, trying to link up maybe a couple of different runs, maybe going from left gully to Hillman's is like, stay on the rocks, stay on the snow. Once you get, we get kind of far along, it's, it's next to impossible to get over there without trampling stuff. So I think with more and more skiers, like really think hard about just climbing what you ski and 
if you need to go to Oaks, you know, get on the trail if you can as soon as possible. And uh, either the Tux, you know, or the Alpine Garden connector or whatever you need to do. But yeah, it's it's a nice zone. It's one of it's a unique one. So try to we'll try not to trample it. Some spring. I mean, it was like last spring where it's as crazy as like almost a new trail was starting to form. Yeah, that's a bummer. Have you been up there when it's uh, blooming? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. Pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's worth worth um, worth preserving for sure. Yeah, that what was else my we have? that was my PSA. I don't I don't know. I missed um, <laughs> Jake's presentation last night. Um, it was good. Yeah, good talk. Good. Um, I really enjoy the crossover, the cross pollination that we get between different. Um, disciplines that also do their own risk analysis. In his case, it was the military and military logistics specifically. But, um, you know, he had came up with some pretty funny and ingenious little um, charts relating um, fun in the backcountry versus risk um, that, that mirrored sort of the avalanche danger scale. So worth a view. That'll be uploaded and uh, to YouTube, I think today, I think Pat was working on that. So check that out. Um, also other podcasts, like, uh, I don't listen to Caleb Merrill or Merrill Caleb's podcast that much, the Avalanche Hour podcast, but he had, um, a guest speaker from Canada, our guest host and, uh, and, a, and their lead forecast for Avalanche Canada, one of them, Grant Helgeson, who had some pretty interesting insights on avalanches, avalanche forecasting, and the way the two, the differences between the two. So if you travel to Canada, it's worth a listen. If you have a, any interest on in how Forest Service avalanche centers work, it's also worth a listen. And uh, really enjoyed having some other voices um, hosting uh, that show. So um, check that out. Awesome. Now I'll link, I'll link both the YouTube videos and that podcast in the notes here. It sounds like a kind of a mixed bag weekend. Yeah, back, back, mixed back, bag weekend. back in the winter, Sunday and Monday. So folks need to be prepared. Just as a reminder to microspikes continue to not be working for people. I don't know if you also saw the uh, incident report I, I wrote up. My friend who's a guide ER nurse and paramedic helped some folks down after one of the people who are trying to do the winter lionhead route in their micro spikes um, didn't really know how to use his ice axe effectively at one point they were glissading on their butt and he just sort of dropped his ice axe and then they got to the steepest bit over the rock step and uh, apparently lost control again um, and slid down and hit his head on that overhanging log like six inch laceration huge it looked like somebody gutted a deer below the rock step i heard um, about that yeah this is a few weeks ago uh. and, and jim just got you know, just told me the story and uh you know he went he was knocked unconscious and everything so we continue to see people up there and i know again this probably isn't your listeners but people just hiking around in trail shoes i saw a guy up sunday up there and like you know those little adidas soccer shoes that are just like 
nothing to the sole, like just super flat, like like slippers practically, and he was struggling up the tux trail, um, slip slipping everywhere. And I'm sure he was thinking, oh, it'll be really lightweight to ski out, but I'm just thinking like, man, you're lucky you don't, you might fall and slide down into the little head wall of this thing. So these soft shoes just don't cut it. And certainly not trail hiking shoes. Um, you know, people do lightweight hikers to get to the summit, but without uh, strap crampons, you know, you're just really asking for trouble. And, uh, you know, we've been seeing a lot of those sort of incidents lately. Can't, can't say it enough, you know, like, just get the right stuff if you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bring the sharps. Go to Andrew. Buy crampons. Yeah, we're, we're almost out. So you better get on that if you want crampons. Um, yeah. all right, we'll wrap it up. Thanks, Frank. Uh, we'll chat next week. Keep this going as long okay. as, uh, as long as you guys are forecasting. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. We got at least a few more weeks. Take care. All right. You too. See ya. All right. Bye.